This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Kate Cruz at the 8th Annual Becker's HIT and Digital Health Conference recording live with Howard Hale. Howard, to get us started, can you share a little bit about yourself and your role at your organization? Thank you. Uh, Great to be here. Thank you for the invite. Appreciate it. It's an amazing conference so far. My first time uh, at Becker's and I'm I'm really surprised at the uh, just the amount of people and the quality of content that's already being, you know, being shown up on stage. And so, uh, Appreciate uh, the opportunity to come here and, and speak with you. So uh, Howard Hale, I'm the Chief Technology Officer for Intermountain Health. We are based out of Salt Lake City, but I'm actually based out of Denver. So uh, Intermountain covers seven states. We're a multi-state uh, acute and ambulatory health system. We also have a, a, a health plan. Select Health is part of our system as well. Um, we are uh, we're really growing and uh, really, really at the forefront of a lot of things. And so we're very excited about our future. Um, but, you know, as it stands right now, we're, uh, you know, like with everything, we're, uh, we're going through a merger. Uh, we have been with, uh, and that's kind of where I came from. So I started with SCL Health back when we were based out of Kansas City and uh, transferred to, uh, to Denver when we merged with Exemple Healthcare in Denver. And now we've merged again within our mountain health. So uh, I came from the SCL health side. Uh, I was actually the chief information security officer for SCL and built that program uh, starting back in 2011 and just transitioned this past year to the chief technology officer role. And so my uh, my boss, Craig Richardville, our chief digital information officer offered me this opportunity and I'm, I'm really excited about, uh, about taking on this role for him and, and building towards the future. As, as it stands right now, my, my role really across the board for the enterprise within our mountain covers all technology with uh, infrastructure and cloud and data centers and network and call centers and, and basically all of it across the board. So, Well, awesome. Thank you for sharing. Howard, when you think of digital innovation in healthcare right now, what excites you the most and why? Well, there's a couple of things. One that's more kind of, in my opinion, like more, more towards the, to the now, which is really, we just announced our move to Epic across the board within Intermountain. So we're, we actually had multiple EHRs across our enterprise and the decision was just made and announced that we're moving to Epic. And so that is a, that's a big, you know, that's going to be a large project. We're committed to getting that done by the end of 2025. And with that, we're also uh, transitioning our Epic platform to the cloud. So that's going to be that's going to be a really, really big one. That's more kind of, you know, in the here and now. But what really excites me is the opportunities within uh, artificial intelligence, the AI space, and what it can really bring to healthcare moving forward. We're already working on a lot of different AI initiatives, um, whether it's with uh, within our Azure cloud environment or, you know, as we move forward with Epic and what they're looking to uh, continue to move forward with. Uh, efficiencies we're going to see in, in using AI in front of our service desks and just a lot of opportunity in the AI space. That really excites me because I think whether it's large language models of AI, uh, we're doing some really 
cool stuff there, or whether it's the Gen AI that kind of is on the horizon, but I see a huge opportunity there going forward. It's been really interesting to hear how organizations are using AI to their with their own ways. Um, at your organization, what are some top priorities for technology and what are big issues that you're trying to solve? So the the big issues probably right out of the gate is, you know, everybody had kind of heard about AI, but it kind of arised suddenly with with open AI and chat GPT. And so that was really something as it arrived, suddenly we were we were really asked just right out of the gate, what, how can we use this? What can we use it for? How can we implement this? But if you really look at OpenAI, um, it was you know it's not built for healthcare, and so you know if you're looking at security challenges, privacy challenges, all the things that come with this, um, what we decided to do is we actually leveraged our Azure environment, and so we have a, a large cloud presence in Azure. And we looked at how could we take Microsoft's OpenAI and, and leverage that in favor of using the OpenAI side. And so we build out what we call Intermountain GPT. Um, and we have that front-ended branded our, our, with our logo and everything. And our, our clinicians can actually go to that, use it like chat GPT. It builds and, and uh, learns and builds the, the large language model, leveraging the OpenAI side, but not and, but within a very secure environment that's covered under our business associate agreement with Microsoft and such. And so that is really providing a lot of, of great results for our clinicians. Uh, we just launched that here uh, within the last 60 days. And so that that's an area that we're really excited about. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Thanks for sharing. What is one piece of advice you would give to healthcare leaders today regarding digital innovation? So I think overall what we what we have to what I would say is that there there is so much coming at us all at once. And I think what we're seeing now is is that it can get a little bit confusing. And so, you know, whether it is, like I said, the, the Azure OpenAI with Microsoft, whether it's Copilot with Microsoft, so Microsoft launched the Copilot, you know, be, be a little bit cautious in those spaces because pricing can get you. So with Microsoft, you know, they, they announced Copilot, everybody's very excited about it only to find out that it's $30 per person per month. And so as you're you're looking at it, it's not covered under your license agreement. So now suddenly, can you really move forward as fast as what you want to? Um, things like uh, other partners, such as like ServiceNow, they're building out their own large language model. And, and you're seeing a lot of these kind of siloed uh, AI approaches with different vendors in their, whether it's in their SaaS uh, offerings or what. So, for me, I think it's it's really focus on really what is key to your organization to gain the most efficiency. Make sure that it's going to be cost, you know, it's not going to break the bank. It's going to need to be cost effective for you. And understand that um, there's a lot of others out there that are coming at you fast and furious. So be 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 selective and, and understand really what the value is by by implementing. That's some good advice, definitely. Could you provide any specific examples um, where integration of informatics solutions led to improved patient outcomes or enhanced patient provider communication? Well, I'll I'll say this. For me, with informatics, um, I, I would say one of the best things that you can do isn't really technology as much as it is building that bridge between technology and informatics leaders and really leveraging your nursing staff and other clinicians. They are some of the best innovators out there. So really learn from them, listen to them uh, and, and build that bridge. Uh, a lot of times that can get, that can get siloed. 
And so that's when clinical tends to want to go off and kind of, you know, look at, look at other technologies when really if, if you're listening and paying attention and building that bridge, they bring great ideas from there. Then you can look into the, to the technology side, side of the house. But um, one thing that we're, you know, we have done is, uh, is really look at how we can drive more mobility. And that's really going to continue to be important, whether it's, you know, Epic Rover at the bedside, whether it's, it's other technologies such as that with, uh, with nurse call systems and uh, communication systems, putting a smartphone in their hands, those types of an approach to where you can make it easy, you can make it, um, it you can make it familiar to them. So it's not a steep learning curve. Um, we've had, we've had a lot of, a lot of uh, luck in that space and we're looking to drive more of that innovation moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds awesome. Five years from now, what do you think will be the most significant change in healthcare delivery and operations and how can leaders prepare? I, I think the AI space is what's going to drive most of this innovation. For me, I think the gen AI, the generative AI, where you actually get results back from AI that is, that is not, that's based on different algorithms that that you you know that that is different than the large language model approach i think that's going to be the area that i think will probably make the most impact um we will see how it's going to go uh, but for me looking into the future i think i think the the large language model and the gen ai probably gen ai has a lot of promise the problem is going to be trusting the results back and what is that going to look like uh, the privacy and security side of of the house with that as well, but for me, I think that's probably where most of this is is going to drive. And really, what I hope it does more than anything is it drives down to the amount of time that our clinicians need to spend at a keyboard, and and really ups our clinicians' ability to see more patients, deliver you know better care, and and all of the things that if you could wipe away some of this work that that's not necessarily as value add as as actually being in front of the patient for me i hope going forward that's where it makes the most impact is is clinician efficiency being able to be you know provide better care and then also provide them better opportunity to be more efficient in how they go about things i think you know we'll see but it i think it holds a lot of promise in in being more individualized care instead of saying you know hey you know, we've looked at this large sample of patients and this is what's best for you. I'm hoping into the future that AI provides, everybody has the ability to have their own specialized care plans based on them and not based on a population or a sample of a population moving forward. I think there's, there's opportunity there. We'll see, you know, where there's a, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot to learn between now and then, but it, the future looks promising in that in that space. Yeah, it would be really interesting to go back to when EMRs came out and see what predictions for five I, years. That would be that would be. I I, I would guess that uh, they're not predicting we spend a lot of time on the keyboard. Maybe they were. Well, we're going to be more efficient, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Learned this time around. <laughs> well, Howard, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Is there anything thank else you. you want our listeners to know? Um, just that I think the future is bright for healthcare. I think there's a lot of exciting innovations that are going on. I think, you know, our digital transformation is, you know, I know we've been taught saying that word for several years, but it really feels like it's still just now getting going. And so, but with that, you know, comes a lot of hype, comes a lot of, of kind of overlap and understanding and, and all of the things that come along with it, you know, 
if you had asked us, you know, a year plus ago about AI, nobody would have probably said it was going to arrive this suddenly. And now everybody has their own AI, right? And so it's, that's to me, just weed, weed through the confusion, you know, understand really what's true and accurate and uh, implement what is going to provide you value. And for me, that, that, that's what we're trying to do and build and really leverage mobility and cloud and, and in the AI space and, and drive better outcomes and better patient experience as well as better experiences for our caregivers uh, within Intermountain. Oh, fantastic. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so much again for joining Thank you us. for the invite. It was great to, great to be here and have a great conference. Thank you Thank so you. much. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.